Hey sis, I hope you've had a great week. And if you didn't, then this episode is definitely for you. Sometimes I walk through life and I have those moments of anxiety or feeling all of the feels, right? All of the negative emotions that come up prompted by whatever might have happened. And I wonder, I'm tempted sometimes to think, why? Why does God let me go through this? And I know I'm not alone in that. So I want to talk to you today if you've been asking that question. If you're anxious and you're wondering why God would let you last this long with with that pain, with that thorn in your side. So I really want to invite you to just relax wherever you are. If you're driving, if you're at home, whatever you're doing, stop, take a break, and let's just have a quick talk. You ready? Let's go. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Now, I know we all walk through these seasons of, I don't know, angst or some sort of concern right we all kind of have those moments when we're like what is happening like this has to be a joke this is a prank right or will this come to an end i personally remember walking through depression and i just was like why like why is this even happening when will this be done and unfortunately in those times i I thought of ending it myself. And so if you're there, I want to first ask you to stop and reach out to the suicide prevention line. I've been there. I've attempted suicide. I've considered it. And I don't wish that on anyone. So I want you to stop and I want you to get the help you need. You can call 800-273-8255. And that's the suicide prevention line. This is going to be someone, a real person who answers the phone. They are going to talk to you and they're going to get you the help that you need. And if you want to text, texting is also available. You can text the word home, like I'm home, honey, I'm home, H-O-M-E to 741-741. And it's completely free. It's the crisis text line. Um, And again, this is for anyone who has thought of ending your own suffering. Please, please, please don't do it. Call 800-273-8255. I'm going to have it in the show notes. Make sure that you just get the help you need, okay? Now, if that's not you, praise God, right? First of all, thank you, Jesus, that you are the sacrifice that took our sin and allow us to be in 
communion and unity with the Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you made a way for us. Thank you. And just thank you, Lord, that my sisters who are listening to this can come to you and that through you and in you, we find peace and joy. And I just pray that they would receive that today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, there's this question that comes up, why? Why is this happening? And the first response I have to that is Genesis chapter 3, the fall. Eve was deceived. She brought her husband into it, Adam, and they ate the forbidden fruit. And because of that, you know, they were cast out of the Garden of Eden. They were not in relationship with God any longer, and death and suffering came into the world. Now, one of the things I really wanted to talk about was 2 Corinthians chapter 12, in verses 7 to 10, Paul pretty much tells us that he has this thorn in his flesh that was given to him, and he pleaded three times with the Lord about this, that it would leave him. But God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And Paul goes on to say, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with the weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I bring this up because God allows all this to happen so that he can use it for his glory. He basically says, I know that you can't do this. And that's when I can do it the best. So if you're carrying burdens, if you feel like you've been in a season of anxiety or depression that just seems to never end, Give it to God. I want you to literally say right now, God, I am giving you this burden. I need you to take it from me. I need you to help me get through this moment. And the next time I feel this way, get me through that moment. And every time I'm tempted to think that this moment is bigger than you, please, God, give me your grace your saving grace, and remind me that it isn't. Throw me a bone, God, please, in the name of Jesus. I want you to declare how wonderful God is, that he would make your weakness something that he would prove his power and strengthen, that it would be just the perfect opportunity for him to work. Thank you that he wants to work. Thank you that he sees us, that he hears us, that he knows that we go through these things, that he doesn't turn a blind eye, that he's actually inviting us to trust him and to put everything on him. And I talked about this in a previous episode, right? I had shared 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 in a scripture memory invitation, right? We sang through that and we worshiped him with that verse. And I want to just bring it up again because it's exactly the perfect reminder of why we go through the things we go through. Why would God allow suffering? It's not because he's evil. There's no way. He could not be holy or good 
if he was evil, if he delighted in seeing us suffer. It's because if we didn't need God, then what, like, how would we ever come to him, right? If we were all good all the time, what in the world would we need to turn to him for? Sure, you have like this cute habit of a gratitude practice. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. But after that, do you turn to God if everything is going all gravy in your day? There are some people who are in that habit of every single thing. Just thank you, Lord. Praise your name, you know? And I want you to get into that habit. But I know that if you're walking through a hard season, it's hard to be grateful. And I want you to just trust that he sees you and he knows you. And with that, I wanted to share one last point. And this was just the fact that suffering points to God's existence. Um, C.S. Lewis, he was, you know, an incredible scholar. He wrote a lot of books. One of them is called Mere Christianity. I read it last year. Honestly, really, really drew me closer to the Lord and helped me in my walk with the Lord. So if that's something that you're interested in i'll link the book below it's such a good book i bought it for like three dollars at a used bookstore in this book he says my argument against god was that the universe seemed so cruel and unjust but how had i got this idea of just and unjust a man does not call a line crooked unless he has some idea of a straight line what was i comparing this universe with when i called it unjust And he then says, you know, later, he concludes, if I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. So not only does suffering serve as a way to draw us closer to him, but suffering serves as a way to remind us that this isn't where we belong. And if we belong to God, then we belong with God. And God is not in, you know, he's not of this world. He is in another world. He's in heaven, right? So suffering points to God. And I wonder if you would allow your suffering to point others to God. I wonder if in your walk with anxiety and struggling with depression or some sort of grief or pain or whatever, I wonder if you would allow God to be using you to point others back to him. I wonder if others would see you and wonder how do they walk through such a hard thing and still have a strange peace about them? How do they still find it in themselves to be giving thanks to God, the God that lets them go through this, right? That's what people will be saying. How does your God let you get cancer? That's just, Somebody said that to me in chemo. He was like, he was walking to the bathroom. I said something to him. And then, you know, we interacted. He was like, blah, 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 blah. I said, all right, God bless you. And he said, does he? You gonna? And I, you know, I said, I'm going to pray for you. And he was like, essentially asking me, like, why would you pray to the God who gave us cancer? And I said, you think God gave me cancer? You think God gave you cancer? He did not. But he will use it for his glory. And he will save me from this thing and he will give me the peace of Jesus that only Jesus could give me. I will walk into chemo smiling because I'm grateful I get to walk this this life alongside Jesus who died for my sins. And I said to him, we live in a broken world. So how could I not turn to God 
when I know that cancer is not even the end of it. And he didn't create anything else that's evil either, you know? We ended up seeing each other frequently because we were on the same chemo schedule and we did interact quite a bit. He enjoyed interacting with me. He said, you're a nice person. You're very kind. Thank you for your kindness. How do you do it? How are you so joyful? I kept saying, Jesus, Jesus. And I wrote down Psalm 91 for him and I gave it to him. I don't know what he did with it, but he used to ask me, how are you like this? Why are you like this? Not in a bad way, in a good way. And I wonder if you'll allow the Lord to use you to point people back to him in that way too. So I'm going to leave you with this. I pray that you would just turn your anxiety, your depression, your situation over to the Lord. I pray that you would allow him to work and to be making his power perfect in your weakness. And I pray that you would be reminded that the fall is the reason all of this happens, all this suffering happens. It's not because God is untrustworthy. It's not because God is evil. It is not because God delights in seeing you in pain, but because he is broken for you and he will allow all of these things to happen so that he can draw you closer to him and empower you through that. And I just thank God that he loves you enough to be in the trenches with you and that he doesn't forsake you. And I'm so grateful that I get to speak to you today in some way, wherever you are. I pray that you would feel encouraged. I pray that you would feel emboldened to speak wonderfully about the Lord. And I pray that you would have a deeper sense of peace, something inexplicable in the name of Jesus. I love y'all. I'll see you soon. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.